Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees. The multicultural mess and secular scam, ladies and gentlemen, good evening. I hope you're having a great day wherever you are. Good morning if you're in India. Thank you so much for joining me and your support. I really appreciate it. Thank you uh, for all the time you spend listening to me every single day. It is an honor to have you. So I ask you to please share this podcast um, with your friends, any five friends. Ask them to share it with five friends. Ask them to share it, each one with five friends and so that we can have conversations. Uh, we can trigger conversations. Uh, we can discuss topics. Uh, we can stop the violence in our homes and we can stop the violence in our streets. We stop the violence in our streets and we stop the violence in, in our borders. And we replace that with a conversation in our homes with a, and a conversation in our streets. We then replace the conversation in our streets to the conversation at our borders and we heal. And that's what we're having these conversations for, my, li- my friends. Uh, thank you once again for joining me. And today we're going to discuss something uh, nice, actually, in, in my opinion. Uh, as we know, Israel launched its uh, rockets and satellite to the moon. So once again, my dear Israel, congratulations to all your scientists. You make us proud. We are unconditionally and unapologetically proud of you. Thank you so much for inspiring us. Thank you for giving us this, this, this pride from wherever we are in this world. Thank you for your hard work, your sacrifice, your journey, your dedication. We are unconditionally and unapologetically proud of you. I know you've gone through a long, long time where people didn't believe in you, people doubted you, people accused you of selling uh, secrets. You were killed, your scientists were killed, your... um, your administrators, even today, we just heard about someone who uh, had a heart attack, one of the Israel scientists, um, the one who was making the commentary uh, and giving the countdown, I just read on Facebook, and I am so sorry for her and her family. I know that this is not easy, and there are people on your back who are trying to stop Israel, trying to stop India from going forward, but yet you'll carry on. So congratulations to Israel, and my sympathies to the families of the person, of the lady who just passed away. Um, once again, um, we are with you, and I know the whole world, including uh, countries uh, in, uh, in, in Europe, in America, in Arabia, who want everything but to stop India, and especially China, want to do everything to stop India from rising up, being a better nation, being a uh, more powerful nation. But uh, you still keep going, and thank you so much for your sacrifice. Um, so today we're going to talk about a particular lady. Um, and for those who don't know, um, again, Isro launched a satellite to the moon, sorry, to the sun, Aditya L1, uh, L1 satellite. Um, Aditya is the Hindi or Sanskrit word for sun. Um, and the project director of this mission, my dear friends, is Nigar Shaji. Who is Nigar Shaji? Anyone knows? Well, Israel doesn't 
choose you on the base of your ideology, on the base of your color, on the base of anything. It chooses you on the basis of your knowledge and intelligence. It doesn't matter where you come from, where you go, it, it has no bearing on you. So there are thousands of people who apply uh, to Israel, thousands of scientists. Not everyone gets chosen. Not everyone gets chosen. And whoever is chosen on the basis of that knowledge. Some people get in, some people don't. Some people will make excuses. But this lady got in in the 1980s, if I'm not mistaken. Her name is Nigar Shaji. She was the project director um, and manager for the L1 mission. Okay, the Aditya L1 mission. My dear friends, the reason I'm bringing this up with you, and I shouldn't because we should be looking at Israel at one in only one sense, and that is of the scientific sense without breaking it down into ideologies, identities. But I'm bringing this up because we have a propaganda machine broke uh, that has going around the world. And this propaganda machine is doing nothing but demean India, killing our scientists, um, trying to portray India as a bad place, as a fascist place, as a negative place, trying to stop investments into India, foreign investments. And so I have to bring this up to you because the world is portraying India as a fascist country that um, is degrading, uh, is uh, killing her minorities. Well, guess what? Uh, doctor, I'm going to call a doctor. I don't know if she is a doctor, but you know, in my opinion, she is because she's, I, I salute her. Um, she's Muslim, my dear friend. Okay. Uh, I don't know anything about her. It's the first time I've heard about her. I've never heard about her before. And I'm, I'm sure that many people have never heard about her too. But Nigger is, Nigger Shaji, I'm going to say doctor, is a beautiful lady, absolutely intelligent. Look at her smile. I was, I was watching the forecast, the, 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 the videos on, on the mission, and you had the chairman of Israel, uh, Dr. Somnat. He presented her on stage and said, please say a few words. As a project director of the Elwood mission, the Aditya mission, she said a few words, and she was so emotional, so emotional. And I, we all felt for her because... She comes from a, you know, a home that is very, very, um, her father, it seems, was a farmer or a bus driver. I, there are different reports on it. Um, and her mother is a homemaker. She's from Tamil Nadu. Um, her father died young and her husband's in the Gulf, works in the Gulf. And she lives with, uh, her mother lives with her along with her daughter. She's never made any issue about any identity, about anything. She works hard and she's the project director. My goodness, I cannot even tell you what it means. I, I have nothing um, even comes close to being someone like her because I'm not scientific in any sense whatsoever. I know basics, but not, I'm not a scientist. Um, but here she is. And for all those in Pakistan, all those in Bangladesh, all those woke people all over the world, uh, the Islamic Brotherhood, the Arabs, the Qatar, the um, the the Bidens, the the Trudeaus, the uh, 
the socialist, the woke generation, the woke people trying to portray India as this place where minorities are being repressed. Minorities, as if we get up in the morning, the first thing we do is like, which minority can we repress today? I mean, uh, it's a propaganda going on because we are no longer taking India is no longer voting for people on the basis of their identity or choosing people to work on the basis of their identity, but promoting them and empowering them on the basis of merit, the intelligence, the abilities, meritocracy, and that is what the socialists don't like. Socialists like you to be at the bottom of the radar, to be poor. Uh, they need poverty. They need you to be upside down. They need you to be dependent upon them. And so you can become their slaves and they'll use you generation after generation as cheap labor. They use you generation after generation as um, as vote bank populations, which is a modern word for slaves. That is what a vote bank population is. While they steal your money, steal, 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 and then they blame the other side. Oh, Lord, look, look, look. And this is what socialist, Marxist, communists are. They, they, they have an agenda. They have a propaganda uh, of equality. They have a propaganda of uh, egalitarianism, but they have no idea how to get it. They have no idea how to empower people with it. Uh, they can't understand the earth's flat, and they should talk to Nishar uh, Shaji, because she will tell you right on the bat, as a scientist, the earth is not flat, it's cyclic. Uh, and kudos to her uh, for being on the top of her job, on the top of her mission. And so all those out there are putting India down. Well, look at yourself in the mirror and, 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 and uh, take your responsibility that your propaganda to bring people down, to bring a, a civilization down is just going into the mud. It is absolute your insolence, your ignorance, and your stupidity of your backward mentality that you invest in negativity, in bringing people down instead of empowering people to be better. So your lies, your fake lies, your fake uh, news is just degrading, insulting, and a waste of people's time. It is time that we empower ourselves with knowledge and on meritocracy, um, like the Israel, we need to we need to learn from them, and we are learning from them, and we are being inspired for them unconditionally. That you know uh, we can heal and we can be better. Uh, we can stop the violence in our homes. Invest, invest in. Um, in knowledge, invest in STEM education, invest in, in healing, in, 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 in um, empowering as many people as we can, making every junction into an intellectual laboratory, learning, making every failure, taking every junction, every failure as uh, an opportunity to be better, to learn and to be better, not as something that you're going to hell, not as a fear factor, not as fear mongering like the socialists do, like the Marxists, the communists, but as a, a, as a junction to, to, as an opportunity to learn, not as an opportunity to go to hell. And that's how you create scientists. And that's how you create um, empowerment. That's how you create uh, winners. 
You don't create them by fear-mongering. And you don't create them by a hungry lust for power and pretending to be victims, pretending to have the, have the divide and rule and trying to fake propaganda. And, oh my God, look, the other side is so bad. Um, we are victims. They are, they are, their numerical value is so greater than us. And so we are victims. They are, they are committing genocides. They are terrible um, and this propaganda is, is sick. But this is typical of Abrahamic supremacy. They don't understand that the earth is not flat. They, they, understand, uh, they don't understand the earth is not cyclic, but the earth is flat. Uh, sorry, I'm going to take that back again. I, I'm going to take that back. They don't understand the earth is cyclic. They understand that the earth is flat. So it's got to be us versus them, heaven versus hell. Uh, you know, um, the good versus bad, e- uh, Satan versus the devil, and they are the de- uh, um, Satan versus God. They're the God. They're the perfect people, and the other side is bad. So there's always be this tug of war of us versus them, good versus evil, and they have given themselves the moral authority to say, oh, we know everything. We, we know who we are. We know the stats we know what moral values are we're the only ones who can 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 uh, tell you what is a fact and what is emotion we're the only ones who can decide whether you're racist or not you're fascist or not uh you're egalitarian or not or uh you're holier than thou or not and you have to submit to us that is their mentality and this divide and rule minority majority fear-mongering is exactly what um Flat earth mentality is socialist, Marxist, communist, and relics of empires who are on a propaganda machine to degrade India and destroy India because they cannot see a civilization that was so knowledgeable, so empowering, that existed before them and will exist after they're gone because they invest in war and violence. Everywhere you go, they invest in war. You look at Manipur, you look at the Northeast, and there are Christians who hold this land. The Christian missionaries are running these drug caravans and controlling it to the back door, allowing them, you know, putting down the, shutting down the curtains to do everything to, to control this drug trade. They never spoke about it before. All of a sudden, they're victims. All of a sudden, they're victims, there's violence, and as if it never existed before. It was existing for so long. How come they never talked about it? If you're not talking about it for all this time, it's because you're part of the problem. You're part of the drug trade. You're part of the caravans. You're selling those drugs. You're involved in this. We know the British were involved in this. We know that. They, were on, they, they used the caravan trade to sell drugs to China. We know that. And they, made, they got China addicted on drugs and opium. It was only during uh, the time of uh, Mao, the Mao revolution, that these people were finally, over time, gotten, uh, taken off the, the addiction of opium. And that's why China has surged ahead, because they've, they've done their homework. But now they're trying to do it to someone else, as if it's not bad enough. You know, if it's bad for you, it's bad for everyone else. But no, they, they can't understand that. But anyway... The topic here is that the Brits were involved in this, in the drug trade. Um, and this has gone on for a very long time. Today, they, they won't tell that when they convert you. They force you to convert, make you part of the drug trade, 
um, take you away from your land, your culture, your knowledge. Play the dividing rule, us versus them. We're victims. We're going to heaven. And, you know, if you pray to God, only then you go to heaven. And then you get drugs and you get violence. And this is what they've done all over the world. The Muslims on the other side, the, the Islamic agendas on the other side are even worse. Uh, they've been on this for 1400 years. But finally, we have someone over here who's coming, a prime minister, uh, who's saying, no, we're going to heal. We're going to be better. We're going to heal. We're going to empower ourselves with knowledge. We're going to learn from every junction. And that's where we are going, where India is going right now. And the world doesn't like it. There are a lot of countries who don't like it. Um, and that's why they come up with this propaganda, us versus them, um, the us versus them, heaven versus hell, and that's why we have, and, and contrary to that, we have someone called Nisha Shaji, the, uh, the scientist from Isro, kudos to her and to the world who, who is, the world who, who's looking at India. I hope they see her and they see what India is capable of doing, not that they're going to acknowledge it. Um, and this, was, this is what you call pluralism. This is not secular. Secular is a scam. It's about um, colonial empires pretending to be uh, sales and marketing managers of God and forcing us to continue carrying on their baggage and their heritage of invasions, uh, colonizations, um, forced conversions, rape, um, ignorance, um, and us versus them woke plantations of minority and majority. That is what secularism, it's about power, it's about money, it's about a colonial hangover. But pluralism is pure, uh, pluralism of ideas, of thought. Whoever you are, wherever you come from, you can challenge any idea, you can challenge any thought, you can challenge any way of life. You can have that conversation. There's your, your free, your, lib, your, your liberty, your voice just depends on your liberty to have that opinion. Um, uh, and you're free. And no one can say anything against you, just as anyone can challenge you, you can challenge anyone else. And no one should have the ability to stop your voice, put you down, force you to convert, force you to be who they want to be. That is pluralism. But secularism is Abrahamic colonization of your mind. And to submit and subjugate you to be a slave to an empire... Uh, who only wants to use your human cat capital for money and power. And everywhere these empires go, there's war, there's violence, there's drugs, there's social unrest, uh, there's poverty, and, and there you have it. There you have it. So um, pluralism is completely different from secularism. Secularism is a colon colonial hangover. Pluralism is pluralism of thought, of your mind, and the ability to be who you choose to be, when you want to be, how you want to be. Um, and that's why we have someone called Nishar Shaji. And that's why we have Dharmic countries uh, like India. A civilization has gone so far for thousands of years, 10,000 years and more. And the, the Abrahamic groups cannot keep themselves alive for 3,000 years. It's a civilization based on bloodshed. Um, having said that, I just want to say my experience, 
the only time I knew I was Catholic or Christian, or I was, oh my God, a Christian, was in my own home, was in my own community. The moment I went out of my community, I was, I didn't even know, I didn't even in need to say I was Christian. I didn't need to be Christian. I was free to be who I choose to be. I was free to be anything I wanted to be, to think aloud, to think better. I was given all the opportunities in the world, even contrary to the Hindus. The Hindus in India did not have the opportunities that these so-called minorities gave us. We were treated equally. We were treated with more pride. And that's why today, even though I am on the other side of the world, I'm so grateful to the land that gave me everything. Contrary to what the propaganda is, that oh my God, the minorities are, 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 um, are so weak, so poor, there's a genocide. There's no such thing as minorities. When you walk on the street, there's no minority. When you cross the road, there's no minority. When you go to school, the college, there's no minority. The only time is in your, in your minority is when you're in your own community and you're forced to be a slave of that mentality of that community only to drive their agenda for votes, money and power. And that is what the minority is. We don't have freedom. We've never had freedom unless we go out in society where the Hindus all about the place, um, Hindic ideology and their, their belief in being your friends, in, in, in your neighbors, your uh, fellow uh, citizens. Um, we help one another, we, um, we support one another, we um, stand by one another. There is no division in society. There's no division on the street. There's no division on the roads. There's no division anywhere. It's just a perception of your mind and you're forced to believe this. The only time the division exactly exists is in your home and in your society where you're brainwashed to be divided. You're brainwashed to, to think that you are superior than every, everyone on the other side is bad. So when you go out on the street, you, you're supposed to believe that, oh my God, they are different from you. But society and, and the way of life and the dharmic way of life has, has made every effort to make all of us, treat all of us equally. Really, there is, even from the smallest person to the oldest person, yes, there are problems. Yes, there are um, certain uh, divisions uh, based on economics. The division is always economic. The division is not ideology. The division is not uh, philosophy. The division is not um, politics. The division is economics. And the socialist has kept us poor. In order to to keep us for poor and to keep us divided, to keep uh, to drive the, the the divide between us, they have kept us poor and they've blamed it on caste. But it, in reality, it's not the caste that is causing the economic problem. It is corruption that is causing the economic problem. It is absolute corruption that's causing the economic problem. And because we are poor, we are, we are portrayed on, on the planet as, oh, um, classes that are, oh, the caste and the class, the um, downtrodden, the, um, the untouchables, uh, on this and that, uh, we are um, 
what is it said? The Dalit, the caste. We are portrayed as that, but in reality, all it is is economics. And economics are driven to keep us poor. The only reason to keep us poor is that the socialists remain in power. Because if you're socialist, you need poverty in order to have a reason to exist. If you don't, if there's no poverty, if there's more economic equality, there's no reason to exist. No one will believe in you. And that's why they're spreading the agenda of divide and rule. It's, you're, you're not, you're, you're not, um, you're not divided or you're not, um, what can I, I'm, I'm, I don't have the word. You're not uh, um, economically down, economically poor, um, marginalized is the word I was looking for. You're not marginalized because of any caste. That's just propaganda and a perception of your mind. You're marginalized because you don't have any money. And it's not because you're a Shudra or Brahmin or anyone. There is nothing, no label that can help you or empower you with whatever, in, in, any, in any field, in any life, in any country, it's your economics. Your, your economics is what's keeping you marginalized. But why don't you have an economics? Why don't you have knowledge in order to empower yourself with an economic? Because the socialists need to keep you poor. And that is the reason they are keeping you poor for one reason, is to drive their power and make sure that their corruption runs the route and the camouflage for that per that corruption of, the, of theirs is, oh, the caste, the dalit, the this, the that, the divide and rule, the divisive uh, rhetoric, the negative rhetoric. And they say, oh, well, look, India is on fire. Um, India is being divided. Um, negativity because of Modi or oh, marginalized, divide and rule. Um, minorities versus majorities. This nonsense is just to cover up for the corruption of socialist ignorance, socialist um, corruption, basically, for the last 70 years. Um, corruption, which they, they don't even, they don't even want to know anything else. They, it's so indoctrinated in their mind that for them, that's the only thing they see. But at one time, a dharmic society is a society that questions, that challenges. That is what dharma is, to take your responsibility so that you can get equal opportunity. That's what dharma is, your duty to challenge, your duty to have that conversation, your duty to ask the questions. That's what dharma is. It, it, it was there before democracy, and it's why democracy exists because of your duty to yourself. And this is an ancient philosophy. And that's why, because we question, you know, socialism is falling, Marxism is falling, communism is falling, um, and we're freeing ourselves. They don't like that we are free. They don't like that we're challenging the philosophies. They don't like that we're challenging the rhetoric. They want to put in only one thing on your mind. Minority versus majority. And all the minorities are being um, genocide. All the minorities are being repressed. All the minorities are being, um, you know, marginalized. And oh my God, we're so poor. And here we go. We have one scientist. Well, we have multiple scientists. One of them is the leader 
off the mission going to the sun, the first mission on the planet. There's no other mission on the planet that's gone to the sun. And here she is, the director. And this, my dear friends, is the real face of India, that you're based, your existence is based on on pluralism, on the ability for you to think, your thought, freedom to think, freedom to be who you are, freedom to choose what you want to choose, not to be a relic of empire, but a proud descendant of your Vedic ancestors. So go ahead, take your responsibility and you will get equal opportunity. It's important to take your responsibility to understand your currents that form the waves, to make every junction into an intellectual laboratory, to heal, to do your duty to yourself, to balance your electromagnetic field and do your duty to your society. And that is the basis of Dharma. So I, on that note, I thank you. I take your leave. I wish you all the best until we meet again.